don't know. Is there a song with I'm him? sure there's like an earnestly sung song. I have a feeling there's going to be like Peebo Bryson or like they got Linda yep, yep, Ronstadt. Yep. Is it's Linda just, Ronstadt? I feel like Linda Ronstadt could be she, brought in. Around this Anne time. Anne Murray, maybe? Anne Murray singing a song about Donna Sowers? I feel like this is, this is too late for Anne Murray, but perfect Linda Ronstadt. We're writing that. Ooh, that's sweet Linda Ronstadt. Yeah. Her career is sort of waning from the 70s, and it's like, hey, we got a dinosaur movie. Hey, Linda, what if you sing in every song for every movie in the late 80s? And she's like... Mm-hmm. And there's money that yes yeah mm-hmm. yeah but no that we'll still be paying you yeah welcome to your inner child is an idiot the podcast where we revisit things from your childhood and see if they were any good i'm dj i'm damon what up uh, thank you. I'm good. Thank you. I'm gonna address. How do you feel about dinosaurs? Uh, generally, mm-hmm. uh, pro. I'm, <laughs> okay. I take a strongly pro dinosaur stance. Mm-hmm. Uh, like any child, I was interested in things that had died 50 million years before yes. I had ever been mm-hmm. born. I had a lot of books on dinosaurs, preferred carnivores, but hey, herbivores are nothing to shake a stick at. Yeah, this is, um, I mean, there's definitely carnivores in this movie, but they're the, they're the bad guys, right? I mean, and that is probably where I come down on dinosaur movies, is that the villains always seem to be carnosaurs. Wait. Carnosaurs is a movie. Uh, <laughs> Just with a <sighs> shitty dinosaur puppet. Yeah, that's the one that came out, uh, out right after, around the same time as Jurassic Park. But it and was as like, a child, like I always would see it movie. at the blockbuster, and I'm like, oh, this will be just like uh, Can Jurassic we get this Park. one, Dad? And no. No, no bad idea. Both in quality and in <laughs> yeah. nightmare fuel. I know this was a big movie for like people our age, but you know, and I liked it. I remember seeing it. I remember liking it. I, you know, I'm sure I even loved it, but I can't tell you much about it other than there are dinosaurs. Uh-huh. There's something with a leaf at some point. Just that a leaf is in the movie in some place, or it's like I feel a like it's plot a, point? like a to like Forrest Gump style like oh, through no. thing. There's a leaf. I, I don't remember much about it. Wait, that's does he lose his mom man. or something? This is Littlefoot, right? Is I name? feel like there is a Bambi vibe. Yeah, prehistoric Bambi. I feel like someone, yeah. someone's, someone's ma dies. Okay, or he's like looking for his mom. Maybe. In fact, it might be Bambi. I'm starting to. I have never seen this movie, but I do oh, think that a mother dies, and there is a giant fight or like mm. escape from. A T-Rex in this one, or a, isn't there a bear in Bambi? Or am I mistaking it for Fox and the You're Hound? You're thinking of Escape from New York. <laughs> Snake, you're right. Yeah, uh-huh. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I have never seen this movie. Okay. But I have a great story about me never seeing this movie. Oh, please. Please regale us. My uh, grandfather, who was a World War II vet, thank you. Thank you for your service. <laughs> um, great generation. He was taking us out. We were visiting Pennsylvania, um, where he lived. Um, and he was taking us out to the movies and I was with my cousin, Rachel and my uncle Dave. And I think my father, maybe Jason was there, my brother. And, uh, there was an option between two movies, the land before time and Ernest saves Christmas. (laughs) And half of us went to land before time. Half of Rachel went to land before time. Yeah. And I went to Ernest saves Christmas and I think I'm a better person for it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great movie. He saved Christmas. There were elves, I think. What did the dinosaurs, dinosaurs do with Christmas? 
A meteor comes, the ball's in your court. What do you do? You fucking die. Mm. Get me a man who saves Christmas. I'm sure if Ernest was there, he would have stopped that meteor. Well, but, you know, with dinosaurs, they didn't, they didn't, so, I mean, they did all die out, but they also, you know, like, or maybe their evolved. lineage sort of evolved into birds, and you've got that 12 Days of Christmas song, it's just pretty much all birds. That's true. So, you know, they didn't really. So, in a way, they saved someone's Christmas. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, think about it. Don't think about it that hard. So I've never seen this movie, and yeah. I don't think I need to. It seems like a movie that Christian families, like the weirdo Christian mm. family in your neighborhood, like put on during a sleepover because it involves no sex or cursing, but still is lame. I don't know. See, I can't. I haven't seen this in so. Like, I literally haven't seen this since I was little. It's not one of those where I like caught it on. On uh, you know HBO sometime when I was a teenager. We're not one of those episodes where you lie and say you didn't see it to create drama within the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm always doing that. <laughs> um, I I know there's a uh, there's Ducky who says yep yep yep. Yeah, uh, I know. I think the main character's name is Littlefoot. I think he's looking for his mom. I don't. I might be right. conflating it with uh, an American Tale. I really don't remember much about this well so littlefoot like he's a representative i mean he's a sort of a stand-in for jewish immigrants mm-hmm. right yeah looking for his mom he, 40 diaspora. days and 40 nights in the wilderness right yeah yeah i think this uh pairs well with american i mean who made this isn't a disney movie this is like is this ralph bashke man i don't know we're gonna do all that research uh later on times. save it we're just sitting you know the, just coming to this we're like we're like virgins, you know. We're There's a Triceratops. In. Yep, I think her name is Sarah. Yeah, why does she get a normal name? Well, her name's like Sarah, like oh, uh, tri- mm, Michael mm-hmm. Sarah, like Michael Sarah. She's played by Michael Sarah. Little known fact: that's how he was named after <laughs> Triceratops. <laughs> Little known fact about Michael Sarah's family: <laughs> they chose their last names too. Yeah. Did you see that uh, that thing? I mean, it was a couple of years ago now, where they, you know, there was two different species of dinosaurs with the like sort of Triceratops style like crest. Yes, but Triceratops one, one are had wise. a very large yeah crest, and it turns out the Triceratops are likely just juvenile versions of that very large mm-hmm. crested animal, which totally makes sense They're if alive. you look at them. They're alive. Yeah, it's kind of like Brontosaurus. Was it Brontosaurus that was like it doesn't actually exist? Uh, yeah, I think so. The but I think now they're going back to Brontosaurus did exist. Well, we just, I mean, that's the tough thing is like, and this is part of a larger discussion of people being like, make up your mind, science. Is chocolate <laughs> good for me or bad? And it's like, well, the more you learn, the more complicated it gets. That's just how life works. You know, like, and especially when, you know, we can only learn so much from a very small amount of material like you know fossils have to go through in order to become a fossil a skeleton has to go through a very specific very uh complicated range of things before it becomes a very well preserved rocks and then most of the skeletons are just pieces and very rarely you know you saw that thing the other day there was some like uh was it ankylosaurus or whatever that was like (laughs) some version of it was like almost perfectly preserved it was really awesome i think though i'm still a little about nerdy the about theory dinosaurs. what about the theory though that dinosaur bones are just bones that the devil threw out <laughs> from a picnic he was holding <laughs> and it's just like throwing us off like he got a bucket of right dinosaur he got, he got legs. A, yeah kentucky fried chicken uh-huh. threw it out because he's a litter bug because he's a devil yeah 
and it's throwing us off. And the scientists who've been paid off by big dinosaur. I'll tell you one thing: uh, the are devil doesn't like going, do give what? a hoot. <laughs> That's he's he's definitely he, he hoards all his hoots. Yeah, all his it's hoots not. are his own. They're not gonna be going out to anyone like you. I feel like there's definitely still a like um, nostalgic spot for a dinosaur. I mean, dinosaurs are awesome. Dinosaurs are awesome, and from the way you're talking, it sounds like you've got a Google alert set up for dinosaur news. Um, I don't, but I should. Now, do now you just follow dinosaurs on Facebook? Just dinosaurs. <laughs> no, but any on... news, give it to me. No, but I do on Twitter. <laughs> they do like a thread. They're like thread all this shit about the new. They get really upset. They get really mad. It's about really political now, which is disturbing. But well, yeah, gotta resist. Unless it's trending and something that we can look at, like the eclipse, we are not going to believe anything you say. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're going to watch The Land Before Time um, as of August 2017. It's on Netflix. <laughs> oh, right. As of August 2017, there are we'll no dinosaurs. There are no dinosaurs roaming the earth. <laughs> but, you know, who knows? This, this has been a really weird Maybe year Maybe this is so a prophecy far. of things to come. Yeah, I don't know. We Maybe don't that's know. why they can talk. Dinosaurs come back. They steal our language. Isn't that what happens in Dinosaurs, the the show? <laughs> Maybe. I, I that movie that I've only seen one episode of that show, and it was what I didn't realize until the end was the last episode of that oh show. Oh my god. And it's one of the most haunting yeah. things. They all die or well, it's they, it's implied they all die at yeah. the end of that thing. Which I mean if you're going into a show about dinosaurs, I mean, it's implied that they, they yeah. are all dead. Well, yeah, but still, it was You didn't think we'd have haunting. to watch it. Yeah. Haunting. We should definitely watch that show uh, for this podcast. Yeah, it's uh, weird. I just remember there's an episode where Robbie, the son, um, they have this, like, it's like a Who drug. Who we were ex- all attracted to. No one needs to <laughs> say it. <laughs> what? Um, he had a letter jacket. He was, you know, popular. He was, you know, athletic. We had the, it had the drug episode, but they, like, oh. find vegetables in his... <sighs> Dinosaurs. It's pretty funny. Come on, that's funny. I mean, it's funny, but does the show think it's funny, or are they actually? Yeah, it's a doing joke. A the whole episode? show is is a is a sort of satire of sick. Well, I don't want to give it too much credit without having seen it since I was a teenager. So not the mama. Anyway, that's not what we're watching. So we're gonna watch. <laughs> so don't get your time. <laughs> I will watch Dinosaurs some other time. Uh, check it out on Netflix as of right now, uh, and we'll be back in just a few minutes. You know what people have been doing since before time? Uh, landing? Supporting podcasts. Second guess. Patreon.com slash your inner child's an idiot. It's a place you can go just like they did in the Mesozoic era. Yeah. Pa- you know. Paleontologically speaking, it's very important that you you can join uh, Patreon, become a supporter of this podcast. You know, if everybody who listened to this podcast gave a dollar per episode, uh, we'd be able to do it weekly. We'd be able to make more podcasts. Whoa, uh, I mean, you, you're sort of putting me on the line. I mean, you haven't really discussed uh, that would, option. Damon would be able to quit his job in the mines, oh, yeah, uh, okay. like <laughs> digging up dinosaur bones yeah, like he which, does. Which is harrowing work and what a lot of small you know, rural towns have to do. You dress like an off-hours paleontologist, I've often, often <laughs> thought. <laughs> off-hours like I'm ready to party, but still know a lot about bones. Patreon.com slash your inner child is an idiot.
you actually made a memory of that song, which I did not do. Some, 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 some. I see now. <laughs> of course I did. It's James Horner. Yeah, James Horner and Diana Ross together finally working on projects. You know, they ran into each other. They went to the same fraternity. They were members of the same fraternity. And uh, <laughs> they were like, oh, I just want to work on a project with you. And they were like... Gamma, Gamma lead singer. Yeah. And uh, D- Diana was like, I'd love to work on a project, but we just can't agree. And then one day they realized they both loved dinosaurs. You know, you can kind of hear this is a proto My Heart Will Go On. You know, yeah, it seemed like a paint by numbers a little bit of just like uh, not like my heart go on will go on. (laughs) Um, You shut your goddamn mouth. As much as I won't say that it's a my favorite song, it is miles better than this song. That's true. But he did have it could have been ten plus years to prepare, or almost ten years, not ten plus. He did have almost ten years to DJ that song. Is 65 million years in the making. <laughs> well done, my friend. Thank uh, you. Thank you. I'd like to thank the Jurassic Park marketing team of 1993. <laughs> um, so we watched 1988's The Land Before Time, the original of 13 Land Before <laughs> Time movies, we found out. Yeah. Uh, I knew there was a bunch, but 13 is... Is it 13 or 13 sequels? Is it 14? 13 sequels, I believe. 14 total. Uh, Baker's Dozen plus learn, one. It helps, it helps kids learn their Roman numerals mm. a lot easier. <laughs> what would 14 be? Just XIV? X, yeah, XIV. Okay. Well, that, I, I remembered better than I thought. Thank you, Land Before Time. And Roman And Empire. Romans. <laughs> and whoever the Romans in, inevitably stole it from before that. <laughs> Um, it's got okay. some, you got some nice numbers there. It'd be a shame if something happened to them. <laughs> nice numbers there, Mongols. No, wait, they they got anyway. I'm not big on Roman history. So, uh, speaking of history, why don't you recap oh, this movie? It's whoever says it first. So, Bambi with dinosaurs. <laughs> Period. <laughs> You're not wrong. Uh, uh, it follows Littlefoot, which is a baby brontosaurus, a or a patasaurus, if you prefer. Mm-hmm. Um, I do. <laughs> and uh, his he loses his mother in a Tyrannosaurus fight. He teams up with a Triceratops, a duck-billed, what have you, and a Stegosaurus and a Pterodon, and they go find uh, the a fertile valley. Mm-hmm. Was While it... evading a Tyrannosaurus they refer to as Sharptooth, who may or may not have one eye. Yeah, it wasn't clear. And they get there. Eventually. They do not die. You know who does die? Sharptooth. Well, yes. And my excitement for watching and, movies. And larger foot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mom. Mom yeah, dies. Mom dies. Did I not mention that? Mom dies. Did you? You might have. Um... Yeah. Mrs. Foot. That's basically it. This is a one hour, eight minute movie, which is one of the reasons we picked it tonight. (laughs) We're both kind of tired. Sometimes you're just not in the mood. Yeah. Um, I got a lot of notes here. Um, yeah. A lot of loose skin. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) some of the, I'm talking about the movie, not myself. Uh, there's a lot of, and a lot of these are related to animation choices. There's a yeah, lot. Yeah, I have a lot of notes on animation yeah. styles and quality. Now we should say, okay, so 
obviously we're being critical because this is a criticism podcast, but uh, also... And I'm uh, a negative person. And Damon's kind of a D-bag. <laughs> uh, but also Damon is a very talented uh, uh, artist uh, in his own right. So now I have not animated a movie he doesn't, before yeah. you just don't at me. I haven't animated a full right. movie. I'm yeah. not Don Bluth. He's made many a glorious film in the past. What else did Don Bluth do? American, American Tale? American Tale. Uh, Secret of... Or, Rats of Nim. Oh yeah. Um Titan AE. Ooh. <laughs> Just some of his later work. Okay. Land Before Time 9, but not any of the other ones. Really? I'm just kidding. Okay. So you could say anything right now. Uh Mr. Clean, the original <laughs> He actually was the first person to uh draw a stick figure. So uh... No one else had done that before. <laughs> He was the first person to actually uh, take a post-it pack and just draw and a just little draw. drawing on each one and then show it to you in math class. In 1912, his film Steamboat Sticky <laughs> was, that? was okay. sued because Steamboat Willie, it was obviously a ripoff. Yeah. Um, it's a slam dunk right there. So just in case you're wondering, we might be a little bit harder on uh, animation because it's it, there's a lot of choices in this. And the first one I noticed was loose skin. I was right about the leaf. There was a leaf. There was a, a prominent tree leaf. star, a yeah. deciduous shuriken. Hold on, let's not get away from that loose skin. Okay, because I have please ugly character design. Like these characters are ugly. Most of them really are. And um, anytime they do a close up, they decide to go like usually with cartoons. Like you can sort of like like a zoom in actually doesn't necessarily do what a zoom in in real life is, which is provide more detail. It's just kind of a closer look. But they decided to go, <laughs> like, you know, if we zoom in on Littlefoot's face, they add, like, a hundred times as many wrinkles. <laughs> so many wrinkles. He's like a fucking pug. Yeah. Um, yeah, and there was a lot of, like, characters, like, looking directly at the camera and... It was just ugly character design, and a lot of times inconsistent character design. Yeah, uh, there was a scene where Petrie, which oh, is the little pterodon, yeah. he changed color like three times, yeah. and it didn't seem like a stylistic choice. Like later on, there's a scene where uh, Littlefoot is like talking to a cloud that looks like his mother. You're on notice, Lion King. Um, yes. and he is like he's like bathed in like sunlight or or you know sunset yeah, okay. light, and it was like kind of yellow. I'll and I give was, him like, that one. That's yeah. a stylistic choice. This one just seemed like ah shit, we ran out of gray. Make him yellow for a little bit. Well, and I thought so throughout this movie, like they, the characters obviously there's there's like a whatever emotional journey but they also like physically grow <laughs> so you're really touched by the movie then a they, whatever emotional journey they physically grow though like spike starts out as a, a hatchling he's the stegosaurus that they find the last character to join their little group right and uh he starts out as a hatchling and he's like the same size as as ducky and then well, by sort the of, end, he unfolds out of that egg and it's there's but, it's a little comical like that he is so large in that egg well yes but also by the time late like later he's like bigger than littlefoot is and right. he did not start that and littlefoot also grew i mean we saw yeah. him hatch and, and he, i think some of that is intentional bit. i don't right. think i don't think that's a necessarily a mess it's a little weird but it's 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 not necessarily a mess up it's this this giant journey that they take and they grow up they become mm-hmm. like adolescents like throughout the story um and I thought maybe I was kind of giving them a little bit of benefit of the doubt at that at the scene where they're fighting the sharp tooth. Now we're jumping ahead a bit uh, towards the which climax. time they fought the sharp tooth, the, like the end where the sharp tooth dies. Uh-huh. There's a, they set a trap for him, and Petrie is he Petrie is the pterodon. What is it? Pterodon. Yeah, yeah. He's sure. been um, 
he's been gray the whole movie. And then all of a sudden he's brown in this scene, which is what you're talking about. Different shades of brown. Tan and and then like brown and then back to gray again. And that I thought at first maybe it was like, oh, he's just, that's like he's matured and that's the color he is now. But then no, he goes back to gray. Yeah. So like I tried to like give them, I'm like, oh, I guess we just missed the scene where he went through puberty or something. Yeah. No, that was wrong. And the, the, on top of that, the landscape I thought was, at times, like, at times it looked like a Dr. Seuss designed a Yes album cover, like, type of, like, <laughs> lunacy. Yeah. Um, like, rocks don't form this shape. And, like, I thought that was a conscious choice. And then other times it would be really subdued. And other times it would do, they would keep the horizon so low that it just seemed lazy. Like, the horizon would be so low on the shot that that way it was mostly sky, and it just seemed like this lazy maneuver to not have to draw anything (laughs) i Um, don't do feet so let's go from the ankles up uh so and 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 i understand that the part of the the entire story is them walking through uh you know barren wastelands but i mean it gets really like exhausting and they walk through barren wastelands until they get to the goddamn volcanoes which is even when you think about it more so barren wastelands um it's just gray after gray after gray i mean i feel like uh, it was just a depressing looking movie yes yeah and there and it was kind of like all modeled colors like it was yeah and gray. the characters themselves were kind of like shades of gray well and when and when the like the leaf the the tree star that they preserved this uh, fucking tree star. to like represent the green valley or what was it called the great valley mm-hmm. um it changed colors throughout, like, because it starts as, like, a sort of normal-looking leaf, but sometimes it's a very bright green, and it was kind of like, oh. Right. It was kind of, like, jarring when when it turned bright green because everything else is so sort of... Mo- and I think that's intentional, but it it, it is a little visually exhausting. I mean, it is, like, a, this bright sort of color that, I mean, if it symbolizes... Yeah, you're absolutely right. But they, I think the bright green was intentional. Right. Yeah, yeah, to sort of... But it got bright in some No, 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 no. I think it was intentional. Oh, okay. I'm just I'm just kidding. Oh. I'm just trying to fight with you. We are um, fighting right now. You know what? Turn off the tape. Uh, <laughs> but the there, there was the one of them was one of the animation you were talking about the the backgrounds, and the, there was one particularly egregious scene where they're running and then like they're running away <laughs> from the camera, kind uh-huh. of. And then so you see, it was like it was like green screen, but with animation. Yeah, I did notice a few things where you could see this like cutout line. It was very weird and very noticeable. Like most of it was more like, eh, yeah. that's weird. But this one was like, whoa. It was like, well, there were some scenes like that, chitty chitty bang bang like style. <laughs> um, there was one scene where Sarah, the bitch of a triceratops, yeah. she like sort of walks through a waterfall to cover up the fact that she's really sad or lonely or some shit. Yeah. And uh, the waterfall is beautifully animated. Yeah. Um, and you can see. That she has, again, been cut out and sort of pasted on top of it right. in a very weird way. Because, I mean, that's an animation thing. So right. it would be, it's weird to do it within an animation. That's something you do when you're, like, you know, putting stop motion in a, an actual scene, not putting animation with more animation to have this weird cutout yeah. look. Um it was a very weird choice. And I don't feel like we're being too hard because, you know, you like to be like, oh, it's of the time period. This was made in 1988. Like, yeah. like the classic Disney films came out in, what, the 40s, Little Mermaid would have come out in the next year. 
Well, yeah, and then the the the, the Renaissance Disney movies yeah. came right after this, and they're beautifully done for the most part, with maybe some weird right. things, but like. Even the like classic Disney animation was like decades before this. It seems like there was a lot of studio interference, from what I hear heard. They were like Not running that- in front of the animators' tables. <laughs> well, <laughs> get it, get it. They just kept juggling like their papers. Um, where it feels like they may have had to like rush a few things to like mm. connect pieces that you know got cut out to. Yeah. Because there was some like animation that looked really rough and looked like it was from a Saturday morning cartoon, like really rough like lazy animation and right. other parts that looked really beautiful. Yeah. Um, one thing that I thought was weird, and this is actually little mermaid does it too. I think it was, uh, part of the style of the time as animation got a little bit more realistic and seemed like they were torn between a real, like, especially with action sequences or torn between a realistic action sequence and a really cartoony action sequence. Right. One of the things that stuck out to me was like when each were hatching, they would, the egg would like, uh, stretch like as they were like poking from the inside and like eggs don't do that. I don't know if you knew this (laughs) about them. Um, but I mean, when I think about little mermaid, when I make eggs in the morning, you gotta, you gotta bounce bounce a couple times. To get it loose, yeah, and then you can break break it open. Yeah. But when I think of the Little Mermaid, it also gets stuck in that sort of same like I don't yeah. know how cartoony it's supposed to be. And I right. think later on, like with Lion King and things like that, they started to realize how they could animate something in a non cartoony way, but still have it be an animated film. Yeah. But that was something that stuck out to me. That's not its fault, but and some of it something was just... that was jarring that you wouldn't necessarily see in an animated movie today. Um. Yeah, so we have um, Sarah. We talked about Sarah's oh. Triceratops. She's a butthead. She has racist parents. Uh, there was a, uh, they're kind of set up a, a racial strata in this. Uh, right. Because we have. Everyone sticks to their own kind. They have long necks, which is what Littlefoot is. They And then Sharp Tooth is more just what they call the T-Rex, but they, they do call Predator be, Sharp yeah. Tooth. Yeah. Two tooth, and then they have uh, you know, Sarah's a three horn, which is a triceratops, and then they, what did she call? Uh, Ducky is a big mouth, a big mouth, and yeah. uh, also Spike. pretty cute. Mike, probably the cutest of the, and maybe Spike, yeah. Spike too. She's del- she's she's pushing the precociousness though, like where it's it's too con- self consciously cute. I'm like, I get it, cool it. Yeah, I. I didn't get that at first. At first it was like, oh, she's cute. She's a cute one. And then later you're like, all right. I have an allergy to precociousness, so I caught on to it immediately. I felt <laughs> like they were trying to manipulate me into caring about her. Aller- I will not. I refuse. Allergic to peanuts, Brazil nuts, and precociousness. <laughs> um, Sarah, speaking of Sarah, she's a huge bitch. Um, she's real bossy. She wants to do things her own way. She's trying to prove how independent she is, even though she lost her parents. Yeah. Um, I feel like they may have oversold her independence because there is a scene where she abandons everyone to die. Yeah. When they're in, uh, they get stuck in a tar pit and she just runs away. And then later they sort of prank her. Like yeah, they get, they're, they're covered a- in tar and they're stuck together and they trick her into thinking they're a monster, but uh, they're just pranking the person who k- almost killed them that would have left them to rot in a tar pit. Yeah. I mean, that, that sort of like, uh, 
brusque character. There's yeah. like some there's something to be done there, but they didn't do a very good job of it. It was it, the whole thing. All I could think of as like from an analytical perspective is like. Who's relating to this character? Like, who's watching right. this and being like, "I'm like Sarah because I'm a bitch to everybody." <laughs> like, I get, I get because I sort hit of, people with my skull. I get being like, yeah, because and I have no friends. It starts out cute, like she's she's cantankerous. Right. She's she's got she's independent, but it doesn't. It just sort of like they never win you. They never have a charming side to her. She just keeps doing that until yeah. the very end, where she sort of helps them save the day and not and, this, and by save the day i mean murder or dinosaur in cold blood yeah pretty much trap like trick and trap the uh yeah the table, they the they put ducky as bait mm-hmm. for a tyrannosaurus lure him into a watering hole then crush his skull with a boulder and at the time it didn't seem like he was after them. He was no, just he was like, like on a mountainside. He was like up there, just like, he's living. Guess Trump he needs up there to die. Um, and you know he would have killed them though. If he I mean, I them. guess, but that's like saying, ah, oh, there's a lion two miles away. I better just shoot him in the fucking he's face. Just trying to live, man. Just trying to live. Although he did murder Littlefoot's mother. That's true. I guess, they, but he they, is also a predator. Like that's how it works. They didn't really talk about the vengeance angle, but there was that, I suppose, in there. But. It um, seemed a lot more cold blood murder, cold blooded murder. We forgot to mention Truman um, Capote is actually interviewing Littlefoot right now. <laughs> it's called in cold blood. What did you think when the sharp tooth killed your mother? Uh, um, we I've got to- a saucy retort to whatever you say, Jackie. <laughs> I'm going to pillory you in New York high society. <laughs> okay, now it's just turning into just gay. <laughs> Not Truman Capote, just gay stereotype. Uh, we forgot to mention Scrotosaurus, the narrator. Old Uncle Scrotosaurus, Rooter, played by Pat Hingle. Tom Waits. Who you may know as Commissioner Gordon in oh. The Batman, in Tim Burton's Batman. Okay. Um, but he was also a narrator of the movie. I don't know if the character is supposed to be the narrator or if yeah. they're just like, hey, you're already in the studio. Can you do this one character we made up? Uh, he was one of the worst design characters I've ever seen. He yeah, definitely he looked a little, like a last minute, like, fuck it. He had like a weird little like knobby on the back of his head, but not not He had a bunch of foreskin gathered around his neck. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was... Uh, he was just there to say, ah, oh, well, your mother will be with you no matter what, which the mother had already said. Yeah. So I don't know why it was important that he had to be there. Well, in the trivia, and again, asterisk by how factual this is, but uh, it mentioned that they put that in because they felt like just the psychological weight of his mother dying needed like like a measured response of just like, she'll always be with you and all, that kind of thing, which yeah. I guess, I mean, in retrospect, I'm like, oh yeah, I guess. But it I don't didn't agree. Really- it seems, I feel like it seems... Seemed redundant at the yeah, time. Yeah, it and, seems redundant. And he only pops in a couple times, which, you know... No. Verse- Once. Oh, really? you mean the character, Rooter, or you mean the narrator? I'm in the narration. Yeah, right. as a character, he only pops in the once. But the as narrator, a narrator, he's in there, what, maybe four times throughout yeah, the movie? Yeah, there was one point where I was startled by his presence. I was yeah. like, oh, right. Oh, I forgot. And it was kind of like a Christmas story where he was just there to tell us things that we could already surmise from watching the film <laughs> we're watching. Um... The T-Rex, uh, I was impressed Popeye? by... Popeye? Popeye the Sharp Tooth? Yeah, that's another, this is another weird animation thing. So 
the T-Rex, when he does sharp tooth, when he attacks, he kind of has one bad eye. Like, it seems like... He but, closes it. He keeps it closed most of the time. Yeah, like Popeye style. But, yeah. but not all the time. And it's very kind of weird. Like, maybe it's just sort of injured. Like, when there's one point where they hit him in the, in the face with a branch, and he's got both eyes open. Yeah. So they could have, like, accidentally animated him before that with two eyes and then that's where he got his butt. do you think there was a scene where like Littlefoot, like out of nowhere for no reason just stabs him in the eye because he's like a cold-blooded killer and then that's why he kills Littlefoot's mother and then Littlefoot uses that as an excuse to crush his head with a boulder and the rest of the 13 land before times are uh lands before time. lands before time are just Littlefoot descending into madness so it's like Breaking Bad. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, probably. We'll never and he know. dissolves uh, Sharp Tooth in a bathtub over the course of two days? <laughs> oh, we'll never know because they're, all the sequels are musicals, so we will not be watching <laughs> them. Um, yeah, so the T-Rex attacks them at the beginning and, and uh, in Littlefoot's mom saves them and knocks the T-Rex down a chasm. Uh, right. There's an earthquake that kind of, and that's how the whole adventure begins because there's an earthquake that splits the continent, I guess. And <sighs> yeah, all the, the children are on one side and the like, uh, Littlefoot's mom is with him, but his grandparents are on the other side and Sarah's family are on the other side and uh, Littlefoot's mom dies from her injuries. But right. the T-Rex at one point is it falls down the chasm, but later Sarah decides to go down into the into the chasm because she wants to try to get back up to her family and she sees the dead T-Rex presumably quote unquote dead uh T-Rex down there and then eventually he wakes up but he several like it seems like a lot days. of time like days have passed so this T-Rex has been like in a coma at the bottom of this like really and then he's far ready drop. to go like it doesn't take him long at all to sort of just get up on he's his a, legs and chase after a baby tr- triceratops He's a fit. He's a fit T Rex. That's oh, all I'm yeah. saying. He just need a little shut eye, you know. Yeah. He was like, I just need five more days, man. Five more days. That was a snooze alarm going off. Okay, that's what he thought. Gotcha. Gotcha. Oh. What else you got over there? <laughs> uh, I mentioned when Sarah abandoned the others to die in the uh, tar pits. What could go wrong? Dinosaurs in tar pits. That's oh, never the clips. Remember the end when oh, yeah. uh, when Littlefoot meets up with his family. They just recycle a bunch of footage with gauzy, like uh, yeah. with a gauzy filter over they it. They put Vaseline and, over like, the camera lens, put, and it's just like what? What? Like it's a just clip felt show. Like, it felt like me trying to write a five page paper in college. Just like and maybe double space it <laughs> and maybe choose a thirteen point font. Just shrink these margins. Remember that, you know, like in the official essay uh, format, the last paragraph is supposed to be like a recap of everything you've said. Uh And and I was always like, oh, yeah. Oh, boy. (laughs) Here we go. I am below my page uh, goal, so I am going to stretch this recap out. Just basically rewrite what you've written before that point. (laughs) Just copy the first paragraph and put it here. So So it just felt like this is 69 minutes long. Um, And... They should have murdered Sarah, right? Oh, yeah. She was the worst. She was a monster. Um, but it felt like the clips were just like, oh, we got to pad this out to feature length or we're never going to get released. 
<laughs> so let's just uh, we'll never get a, that like, Academy Award. And if it was just one shot, I would have rolled my eyes and just been like, whatever. But it was like three or four shots. They they just of basically Littlefoot playing with shit. Well, they went through the movie. Like they showed him cuddling with his new compatriots in the in the nighttime, and showed him like just in case you were, w- took a dump in the middle of the movie. Like here's it was, here's what you missed. Not not joking. It was stuff that had happened less than fifteen minutes. <laughs> Before that, they were recapping, and it was maybe weird. this is a movie for people with head injuries. I mean, it is a movie for like three or four year olds. Head injury, also known as head injuries, who've been dropped. <laughs> um, I have a broader question. Well, that was Netflix's characterization, by the way, three to four year olds. True, true. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it was. Cl- this is clearly a children's movie. I, I mean, mean, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to say it was like for yeah. teenagers. It's not a young adult, and not like The Fault in Our Stars before time. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I was going to say something, but they have like, an oxygen tank they're carrying with them. Yeah, it was actually actually you think little foot's going to die the whole time, but then just spike. It dies. was Sarah. Oh my god! Yeah. Um, what do you think racists get out of this movie? Like, <laughs> at least in recent times, like when sort of ra- like this this, and maybe it's it's a reemerge. It seems like a reemergence to me. A privileged white person who has been like I admit that I've been safeguarded from a lot of that protected from it just in my upbringing in my life and and I fully accept and you want me to know what David Duke thinks of this movie when he watches it with his kids I was bombarded as a child by messages like like this that like we shouldn't judge people by the you know by their color by the like people on the inside we're all the same we're all blah 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 and you know as much as that I know that that didn't hit with everybody that was just like that was fact that was just like how we, what you're supposed to be that was what the 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 moral aspiration even though we all fail and we're all trying to be good people but like with the with the message as clear as this where like they're being like you shouldn't associate with people of of different that are different than you right and then clearly showing yes you should they they're genuinely good people and you they'll can, help you murder a tyrannosaurus rex if you want to murder a person who is more different from you <laughs> They'll help you Who do that. Who has a different diet than you. Yeah. Murder him right away. And bigger. He's um, bigger. He got the tiny arms. I mean, I don't Fuck know. I guy. would say that they would, I mean, I don't know how much David Duke would like this, but he does have grandkids. So, I mean, yeah. he might watch The Lamb Before Time with his kids. But, I mean, I think they would say that this is a product of the, you know, the globalist agenda. And by globalist, mm. of course, they mean Jew. Wink, wink. Mm. Well, Spielberg. I mean, that's what they're talking about when they're talking about, you know, liberals are indoctrinating our children. It's, hey, they Land told us time. that all these di- these dinosaurs should be hanging out together. What are you, crazy? That's so sad. Long necks should stick with long necks. I guess I've just been... But also at the end when they get to the Garden of the Valley They of all doubt, go to their own kind. They all go to their own kind and it's all cool. Well, they do, they go hang out. They they, well, they hang out just as much as they did before. I mean, the Triceratops yeah. and the Longnecks were right by each other. That's true. So you're saying that I'm just... Land Before Time is white privilege, is what I'm saying. I'm just another cog in the, in the machine. This movie was made by David Duke. <laughs> it was actually made by Steven Spielberg and George Lucas, which I didn't know. Or and Steven Spielberg produced. was like, you know what? Now on second thought, I can make a much better dinosaur. Yeah, movie this than is that. only five years before Jurassic Park. That's pretty crazy. 
I mean, I know it's only related in that they're dinosaurs and Steven Spielberg is <laughs> right. But it's I mean, not like, like he was drawing it. I know, but like it is, it is like a. I guess you know there was a. I mean, dinosaurs are always cool, like to kids. But I mean, this was like the eighties, right? I mean, I mean, I grew up with all kinds of dinosaur stuff, and I like a dinosaur book, and like they were, you know making new discoveries and all the time and stuff like fossils and stuff. And they still are, but mm-hmm. I think dinosaurs are still cool, but this was like, I but this like is before they had feathers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. When the, they the, got lame when the discoveries were like, Oh, Oh, I wish you wouldn't. <laughs> Did you know that the Tyrannosaurus Rex had both feathers and a high squeaky voice? <laughs> hey guys. Let me- oh, hi. I'm mostly scavenge. I mostly eat carrion. <laughs> He got a nice flat head, flathead. I just had to uh, quote that. I Racial like that slurs, see? Oh, yeah, shit. Mm-hmm. I guess I shouldn't say that now. Yeah. Well, that's all my notes. What do you got? That's all I have. Except, what a fun movie, period, is one of my notes. <laughs> well, we're going to have to stretch it's this fun, out if we want to. It's fun our... to hang out with a bunch of orphan children on an adventure. <laughs> I always say that. I'm always saying that. <laughs> In fact, like it wasn't even good enough that one of their parents died. All of their parents had to have disappeared so that they could all go on this adventure together. Well, that's how they learned to get along together. Ugh. There wasn't the old guard there. A trying sage, to, a sage wise man. There wasn't like an Obi Wan Kenobi. Some people trying to like foist their old people ways on them and be like, "No, you got to hang out with your own kind." This is the new generation. They're gonna break the wheel. Whoa, breaker of chains? Yeah. They're going to come in. They're going to democracy in the Green Valley, the Great Valley, what's it called? Here's the thing, though. I, the other day, I saw a little foot buying a tiki torch. So, shit. <laughs> you know. Mm. Um, we're going to have to stretch this out if we want it to be longer than the movie <laughs> itself. I'm actually fine with it being under the uh, movie. Okay. We did get like 75% of it. What's your verdict? No, this is shit. Yeah, Go gonna, watch Bambi. I'm going to have to say you're in child is an idiot. Although uh, I will say I'm a little curious. Apparently the original, um, one of the original ideas for this movie is that there would be no dialogue. I kind of want to watch that movie. But unfortunately, that's not what we got. Although this, being as boring as this one kind of was, I can't imagine them, I mean, I can imagine a animated movie with no dialogue being interesting. Yeah. But this movie without dialogue, I can't imagine that, like... Maybe not. I mean, yeah. I feel like in every way an animated movie is supposed to succeed, this one did not. I thought it was ugly characters who were not really Except for the little drawn bird, out. The little birds with the cherries at one oh, point. that are pterodons. That those, were, those were adorable. The scenery was drab. No one was really particularly charming or funny. It was yeah, just a slog. And will, in 109 minutes, it's an accomplishment to be a slog. I will say, though, like if you're going to show your kids this movie, it's pretty short, even for a kid's yeah. movie, so go for it. <laughs> yeah, you can watch it before work. Yeah, it's fine. Put it on while you like vacuum or something that doesn't take that long. And that way they can't hear the shitty dialogue anyway. I do a very bad job vacuuming. That's why it doesn't take very long for me. Hmm. Uh, no what do you think, everybody? You agree, disagree? You can call us on our hotline, 615-576-0525. Leave us a message. We'll put it on the show. Um, you can email us at yourinnerchildisanidiot at gmail.com. You can find us at yourinnerchildisanidiot.com, uh, which redirects you to our Patreon page, Bonjour. 
where you can uh, become a supporter of this podcast, help us keep creating it, and uh, get some little bonuses for your uh, support. Um, I want to thank you. Can't our- hear it, but I'm doing the hand rubby thing <laughs> when you rub your fingers together. Want to thank uh, some of our current supporters: uh, Larissa Maestro, Jonathan Day, yeah, uh, Dan McIntyre, Ghost in Ni- the Burbs, Joshua Nicholson, um, Jack Nicholson. You guys and the rest of you, thank you so much for uh, your donations. They're helping us a lot. Um, that's it, right? Yeah. And Did we get we all our Patreons? Oh, you were singing. singing. Yeah. We belong to the man. I said. I would say we should just watch Jurassic Park, but I know that movie's great. Yeah, we don't have to revisit it. I watch it every it. time it's on. Yeah. And it's amazing. When you, got, when you gotta go, you gotta and go. And one thing we've learned making this podcast is when we review things that are good, we don't have anything to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that uh, all held up. I really liked that it was sort of in three acts, and yeah. the action kind of had a rising until the very end when it sort of had a, like a... What you call a it? A denouement. A denouement. Um... What else? Do you have any other Diana Ross songs you want to sing here at the end? Uh, you know, Stop in the Name of Love. That's a classic. Uh, I need love, love. When I hear a symphony, that's great. Love, child.